0: So this is Jonathan Grimes and I'm here with composers Gareth Chaldas and Benedict leper Connolly. Um, and we're here to talk about your Ergodos Festival, which takes place at the Project Arts Centre on the 2nd and 3rd of April uh, 2010. Uh, Gareth, uh, if I could start with you, the Ergo- Ergodos Festival is billed as being all about optimism, uh, which you very clearly stated on, on your programme. What are the reasons behind
1: this theme? well, um, it's rough times right now, and um, I think it's really quite simple i think um, it's about providing people with um, with inspiration it's about celebrating um, beauty, celebrating beautiful music um, and uh, and you know, I suppose making people realize that, you know, there is optimism to be found in adversity. You
0: know, the, f- the festival connects the old with the new. Uh, Baroque mixed with contemporary music. Mm. You've programmed composers like John Cage, Bach, alongside works by yourselves and your contemporaries. Mm. Is this an important consideration, Ben, when it comes to the programming of the, the concerts?
2: It is. It's sort of the way we've been working for, for a while now. We tend to, we tend to program music from centuries, particularly Baroque music and contemporary music, because they, they're for us they're often very close uh, musically, um, and we tend to often do programs that run straight through, as I say, almost like a single work, um, which sort of highlights the, the, the unity of them more as well. But um, in terms of this festival, it was quite important to us to have a sense of sense of tradition and heritage um, to, to sort of highlight the fact that um, w- one of the one of the things from which we can maybe draw some sense of hope is that um, we've been here before <laughs> and that we're actually building on a on a much longer tradition and it's so sort of to give a sense of being in, 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 in a much larger um, Frame of time, um, rather than uh, I mean, I mean, you just have to turn the radio on, and you feel like we're we're constantly stuck in this 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 blinkered vision of of, of you know this day or this week, um, and it's very hard to think outside that. It's very hard to think into the future very far and plan ahead, which is something often quite lacking. Some kind of foresight. And it's very hard to do that with a sense of history, um, and so that's very important. It's very important to us musically as well. Mm. Sense of heritage, and say the the links to say John Cage or mm. or, or Johann Sebastian Bach you um,
1: jo- I mean, John Cage is a is a sort of an interesting case study, um, be- because I mean his his sort of everything that he was about, um, s- perhaps seems on the face of it, and, and is, is perhaps perceived to be uh, so anti-tradition. You know, um, I mean. You know, it seems like Cage was handed the rule book and threw it out. Um, but, I, I, you know, there's the, the famous story that Arnold Schoenberg, his teacher, um, told him he had no feeling for harmony. And um, and he said, you know, you will, you will eventually come to a brick wall because you have no feeling for harmony. And Cage said, oh, I'll spend my life banging my head off that brick wall. Mm-hmm. And it seems, it seems to me that, that Cage was, was so ultimately um he ended, he ended up relating so closely to the tradition of western art music um even though he he diverged from from the from the rule book as it were so much and do you feel that uh, you know
0: that's something that's that's lacking uh, when it comes to you know new music in general that there is this sort of perception that you know the tradition doesn't count. It's you know we're we're, we're starting a new tradition, mm-hmm. but there's less kind of, you know, certainly o- certainly over the last kind of, you know, fifteen years or so, or, or you know, or, or perhaps even longer, that that people have tended less to sort of connect it up with earlier forms in
2: music. And I think I think it's not so much that it's necessarily lacking in music, but there's certainly I think an environment for a lot of composers. Where there's an anxiety about um, about that connection where it's almost like you're told not to connect mm. um, and I don't think that's a good thing um, I don't think it helps I don't think it helps anybody listen to the music to 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 have the context um, completely divorced from from the music mm. um, but but to say that' it's, it's certainly not lacking in a lot of music because there are plenty of people out there making music that. That has very clear connections. Uh, one of the things we worked with um, um, the violinist Maya Hamburger and Barry Guy, the best player last last year, and it was a program of Bieber and Bach and new works by ourselves and Sam O'Connor and, and Barry Guy as well. And we we got talking about why these pieces worked so well together. Again, it was another program where we were treating them like almost like a single piece, straight from beginning to end, and. We got talking about why these work very well together, <coughs> and something that they suggested is that they're all about—they all have this kind of rhetoric to them. They're, they're, they're also sort of com- trying to communicate very, very directly um, through through a musical language, and it's almost—you listen to them, you can really feel it's almost these phrase patterns and, mm. and, and something that we maybe wouldn't have been very conscious of. But if you if you had listened back, you could hear it in both Bach and in, in the newer works that they all had this kind of. Um, very baroque qualities to them, mm. um, and I think that kind of communication is something that would be quite important to us, um, and that uh, connects with the idea of of being having a sense of heritage, I think, as well, mm-hmm. um, a sense of being in some kind of somewhere on some kind of lineage, um, um, going straight back. And I uh, certainly we wouldn't we, we would try. I think I think we wouldn't have so much of the anxiety of of. Of, um, of, you know, trying not to sound baroque or anything. That's just going to happen. And you, that's not going to happen because of, we have so many other influences on ourselves. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, we, would, we would try not to be part of that environment that has an anxiety about Always trying to be something new from scratch. Yeah. Um, I, which I, is I,
0: not helpful. I, mean, I suppose what I meant is, is, is the sort of context. You know, yeah. that you're, you're, you're putting the music... In a certain, you know, the music that you do, yeah. the music of now, in a context, mm. and and that's something that I, ha- you know, yeah. hasn't always been done. Let's say yeah. sure. when it comes to new music, mm-hmm. it's sort of, yeah. it's kind of almost seen yeah. as being ghettoized. Well, yeah. you know, we have our we have our baroque concerts and our yeah. classical concerts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have our new yeah. music concert. Yeah. This seems yeah. to be a, quite a. What do you think? The problem you often
2: yeah. you often get in in concerts, particularly concerts of. Uh, all contemporary music. Um, not so much in concerts of of say music from, so from 1900 or so because stu- the, the various composers are stylistically or their kind of musical languages are so much more related. But now you take five composers living in the same city and the, the, the techniques and styles in their music, um, they can be wildly diverse. And So you can end up with a situation where you have a program of people who are all contemporaneous and possibly all friends but the music will have absolutely no unity to it, and it won't be meaningful uh, to to an audience I um, unless unless it's actually the diversity that you're trying to present. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's something that we would try to avoid. It, it's, it's it's a problem with the kind of standard concert um, model, in that you're programming all these different pieces, but often you're not thinking about how they relate to one another.
1: Mm. Um, and, uh. I mean that's a that's a it's become sort of the, uh, particularly now doing these concerts that don't have intervals. Um, you know, we're, we're programming these concerts as Benedict said, like a like a work, and we're thinking in, in entirely in terms of uh, it's not it's not about pieces. It's like movements in a work, and we even I mean even with this concert now for the, for the Ergodos, um Festival, the first concert. Um, another generation. I mean, there was a, a sort of, you know, a half-hour conversation about the uh, the key scheme between the pieces and how we were going to arrange the pieces so that the you know the tonalities would complement each other. Um, you know, I, it's not always keys; sometimes it's tonal centre or whatever. But you know, um, and that you know that, that's so important. The the con. The, I mean, the, the whole kind of like the concert of pieces is really, I think, well, it's become for us very unsatisfactory.
0: We'll oh, Behind setting setting this up, was it that you had these things in common and
1: you just wanted to do things yeah. for yourself, or? Well, we, we, we were organising concerts when we were um, undergraduates in Trinity together, um, organising concerts of new um, uh, music and student works and um, so forth, and uh, it was something that we um, both a, you know a partnership that worked very well, um, and. Uh, it just it was sort of naturally developed out of that um and we sort of realized that we a very similar kind of very similar aesthetic um basis for curation um and we the sort of fir- first incarnation of our goddess were these two printing house festivals of new music two thousand six two thousand and seven um and uh it, the idea. To sort of make a god from that was that we really wanted to do more than just a festival we wanted to, to have the, the opportunity to do um, standalone events to tour to bring productions abroad to release records um, and also to do a festival of course, but to have this to have this sort of uh, flexibility and um, to have it all under the one umbrella and so that was. Um, and we started, we started kind of working that way about uh, two years ago. Do you describe
0: um, the Ergos Ergodas Ensemble as an orchestra? Yeah. Yeah. Even, even though the forces are more chamber-like. Um,
1: yeah. It's quintet. Yeah.
0: yeah. Violin, viola, cello, clarinet, yeah. piano. Um, tell me the reasons behind this choice of words, the
2: Ergodas Orchestra. We see it. We do see it growing to hmm. being a. Probably, probably a small chamber orchestra in the in the more traditional sense, um, or at least being a large pool of musicians that we would use regularly. We do want to build it as a as an actual working working orchestra. So um, part of part of the reason for calling it that is also is also the ideal of what it might become. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, and of course we've got voices as well, which we started last year and that's been um, very successful actually. It's yes. Currently a trio of female voices, um, and they've really, since they've started working together, just by virtue of being, preparing for concerts and recordings, um, have really started to gel as a group, and just noticing, noticing little fine details, like their attacks how now more together, and, and their balance and everything, just, just by virtue of having sung together. Um, so that's what we'd like to achieve with our instrumental lists as well. I mean many of them play together
0: anyway. how important is it for you both to have this kind of integrated approach uh to new music making and, and to your work as, as as composers
2: it's night and day yeah we couldn't we couldn't do it without it anymore it's night and day. I think if we you know yeah. um yeah. Uh, it's 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 wonderful to think it doesn't really make it any easier I don't think but it's wonderful to think that you can have an idea um and you sort of have the means to to do it Uh, it's going to take a lot of work but you have the the structure in place um, to to go about finding the people you need finding the money you need to do it Um, knowing how to you know just the the sheer sheer logistics of putting on a concert and so on Um, just being able to set that in motion is is a great thing and it gives you an awful amount of control over over the context in which your work is is heard, yes. and that's the most important thing, really. Yeah. If you don't do that, you're always being programmed by other people, as part of another. You're you're never defining your own context uh, unless you're lucky enough to get a, a um, you know a lifetime's work concert or something <laughs> like that. You know, <laughs> you, know yeah. you might be waiting thirty years yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, um, you never really get to define your own context, and that's important for us for everything down to the lighting. In which it's presented, everything down to the way the press releases look. um, Those little details, which are important, they're all about the way the work is presented, um, and they're very important to us. Um, So, so that that's kind of crucial, crucial for us. It's also um, we enjoy it. It's it's a lot of work, but we enjoy it. uh, We enjoy we enjoy running the company.
0: And finally, um, again, question to both of you. uh, Maybe start with you, Gareth. We started, you know, this interview on the theme of, talking about the theme of optimism. Mm -hmm. Um, What are your hopes for the future of new music in Ireland? Are
1: you optimistic? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, certainly. Yeah. I I could could not be, I mean, there's so many many wonderful talents, um, so many uh, wonderful uh, composers and performers, uh, Everybody is so and interested. And an audience as well. And an audience.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there, really, there, really, there really is a very strong, strong audience for, for all kinds of things. I mean, something that's been a real development in the last few months is this night kaleidoscope, uh, which takes place at the Odessa Club, first Tuesday of every month, and it's jammed every single month. Every, for the last few months, there's been people turned away um, from it, and... Uh, just can't get enough people in, and it's it's very eclectic, mix of music. But there have been a lot of premieres and a lot of very challenging music in those in those concerts, and and very intent listening as well. Um, uh, it it hasn't it hasn't really not really detracted from the music at all, but there's certainly an audience there, and so that's certainly something to be optimistic. The other thing is that, and, and can I just go up with something to done something to highlight this or to bring it together? There's a very very strong community of uh, not just audience members, but musicians in Dublin, um, and you only have to look actually at the makeup of, say, our DiarGada's Orchestra, and say all all the other groups that are in operation. And there's a lot of links just in terms of players that are, are in a number of them. And there's a lot of people like like the people we've got 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 playing with us, like like Corby and Slani and Kate Ellis and uh, Joanna Collin and, and uh, Izumi Kimura as well. They're very very active playing in a lot of different fields as well and they're just they're sort of thirsty to do more I've never been in a situation where anybody has not wanted to do a concert um, for any reason Um, and uh, they're that's very that's very supportive when you're making work and you need these channels to get it it out And, and it helps if there's a lot of not just between musicians but between organizations in Dublin, in particular, I mean that's that's our experience. Dublin, but um, there's a very good sense of solidarity. I think, especially now with this sort of sense of funding cuts. Yeah. I mean, uh, we would work uh, relatively closely with, with say, Crash Ensemble. You know, to, just just to the point is like, we don't have this cable. Do you have this cable? Can we borrow this cable? That kind of thing. But that's that's the kind of thing you need. You need someone to call uh, at at midnight. The day before the concert and, and figure out how you're going to do this and if we didn't have that network things would become very very difficult especially we're a slightly younger company or we're certainly much younger than Crash um, and they also have this expertise which are people like Crash and and other companies are very generous generous with I mean if it wasn't for something like Crash and, um, and uh, various other ensembles but Crash being maybe the most present in Dublin for, for us um um we wouldn't really have had any model to go by. Mm. Uh, we, we, we both yes. studied with Donica Denhi as yeah. well, so we were very much yeah. aware of the way the way all of this was happening and the way it was working. And That's it, been yeah. a bit of a model for us. And it's just yeah. been it's just been very good to have some kind of something something Absolutely. to follow. I mean we present very different kinds of yeah, concerts. Sure. But, 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 yeah.
1: but Donica I mean Dunnick has
2: a composer who, who is also, totally
1: created the context for his own work. I mean, he's been a yeah. he's been a total um, inspiration. I mean, he's marvelous composition teacher, but also interesting as a sort of a uh, a model for how you you might you know conduct yourself as a
2: composer. I mean, I, I, and I really would encourage anybody to um, you can't have enough you can't have enough music companies. and I say music companies because they kind of develop their own. Aesthetic, um, and and a situation where you have a culture where there are many, many different c- companies like in theatre, for example, which all have very, very clear, different approaches to the music. I think is very, is very good. Mm. Um, so I, I would, you know, if there was ever anybody that was wondering how they can best define, define the way that their their music is heard, do yourself.